All right. Welcome on into the Sports on Tap podcast. And before we get to our intros, before we even get started today, George, we're going to play the game we always play in the intros. It's a guessing game. Each of us come up with our own topic or guess for each other. So I'm going to let you get started today. I'm going to have to guess whatever you got. All right, man. Uh, it's an old NBA player, either 1990s or 2000s. He played in both eras. That That's all I get? That's it. He's an old okay, NBA player. Giving you so much more information. Uh, East or West? He's played on in both conferences. On multiple teams. Okay, what 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 team do most people remember him on the most? I would say the two of them, Denver Nuggets and Atlanta Hawks. Denver Nuggets and the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Okay. Is he um Does he have a complex name? He does have a complex name. Is it like Abdul Sharif Sharim? What how do you say it? Sharif Abdul Rahim. No, even though I did bring him up yesterday in a conversation, but it was not Sharif Abdul Rahim. Okay, we're going to go with one more question. What position did he play? Center. Dikembe Matumbo. It is Dikembe Matumbo. And what why Dikembe Matumbo today? Um no reason whatsoever. The World Cup is going on. There's a lot of different countries. So I was like, I'm gonna find an NBA player from a different country and I thought about Dikembe Matumbo. Very random. I like Very. it. Very. I know it is. All right. Guess this former NBA player. He went to college at North Carolina. I'm going to give you as many guesses till you get this one. So I'm just I'm giving you the clues because it can take some guesses maybe. Went to North Carolina, was drafted by the Indiana Pacers, and his last team was the Charlotte Hornets. Indiana Pacers, Charlotte Hornets, North Carolina. What era? Uh, former NBA player, uh, 2000s. 2000s. Like 2010s, maybe a little before and a little after. Okay, 2010s, a little before, a little after. Is he a prominent NBA player, like an all-star level? Former player? NBA player, first of all. Like I said, former. Former, yeah, yeah. But is he an all-star, like all-star caliber? No, but there's a lot of people from North Carolina, so I don't know if that one helps. But no, he is not. All right, former North Carolina. A well-known. Well-known Tar Heel or well-known NBA player? Tar Heel. Is it Sean Mays? It is not. You got to ask some questions. Yeah, you've only asked like one question, is if, if he's well-known or not. Oh, man, this is a tough one, man. I, I wasn't expecting one to be this tough. Indiana Pacers. Was he drafted I you, in the first I gave you a round. lot more information than you gave me. Was he drafted <laughs> in the first round? Don't know that answer. Um, but he's a prominent name, well known in the in college. Everyone knew him in the NBA. But what's his skill? Like, what does he do? Like, what is he good at? Being a <laughs> journeyman. Uh, <laughs> no specific skill. Let's just say he is a good uh, guy to have on your team if you want a guy that's gonna play hard, rebound. Tyler Hansborough. It is Tyler Hansborough. All right, there you go. Indiana Pacers. That's right. I didn't. I didn't know he finished his career on the Charlotte Hornets. Maybe that's what threw me off. Well, you learned today. <laughs> All right, before we get into the podcast, that was just a quick intro. This is the Sports on Tap podcast. Uh, I'm Sammy. And I'm George. 
That's my older brother. So we're two brothers here talking sports on the Sports on Tap podcast. And you can find us everywhere on social media at the Sports on Tap. Um, and you can find me, S-A-M-I, on tap, and George on tap. You know how to spell that. Uh, everywhere on social as well. And uh, what we like to do on this podcast is question sports. And today, Georgia is leading the way in uh, helping us get through some of our questions on the podcast today. So, uh, George, what, you got anything else on the intro? No, nothing else on the intro here, but I'll kick us off with a question that I was actually going to leave for the end of a podcast, but with some news that came out today, I'm going to put it at the beginning of the podcast. And that is, so Jeff Saturday, obviously head coach, he didn't have any coaching experience. Trent Dilfer just got the job division one at UAB. He was a high school coach for, I think one season, and now he's a division one head coach and no one has a problem with that. But um, in general, people have a problem with NFL coaches becoming coaches without coaching experiences. And NBA coaches not having, it's not a problem at all, right? Like, it's okay for an NBA player like Jason Kidd, got a job right away with no experience, Steve Nash, et cetera, et cetera. And my question to you, Sammy, why do you think people have an issue with NBA, uh, NFL coaches getting jobs right away and not NBA coaches getting jobs right away? Well, I'm going to... You gave a lot of opinion there before getting to the question. So I'm going to get to what you said about Trent Dilfer. Uh, I I don't think Trent Dilfer is very comparable to the Jeff Saturday situation. And the reason being is UAB is a, uh, might be a division one program, but it's a program that I think was shut down for like two years. <laughs> and came Were they back. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They, I mean, nobody's really worried about the UAB uh, college program. It's much different than it. NFL sport. Also, I think he was a high school coach for a few seasons few for, seasons? One of the, okay. for the, one of the best teams in the nation. So I, I don't think that one's very comparable. And Trent Dilfer is like a QB coach, all these different things. I think the problem with the Jeff Saturday situation uh, more than anything was that he had no coaching experience, not even high school, not even peewee football. Um, he was literally just on ESPN and he's never coached a day in his life and he got an NFL franchise. But to the question is, I don't understand personally the the biggest the big difference for everybody. Now I, I do I know you can give the cookie cutter answer, right, George? Like the uh oh well NFL coaching is much harder because there's offense and defense and there's bigger playbooks than NBA and whatnot. But even yeah. in the NFL, you're not running the offense and the defense and the entire playbook and every special teams. There's coaches for each of those scenarios. So I, I don't really see why. I can understand that if Jeff Saturday did it, failed and kept his job, why people could be upset. But I don't understand being upset at the fact that he's getting an opportunity. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. And it's not like he got an opportunity by going through like a whole entire coaching uh, interview process. I mean, they fired their coach at the beginning of a the year. They had to bring in an interim head coach. And they decided, hey, let's bring in this guy. We'll do it for the rest of his season. And we're not really worried about this season. And I mean, no one's guaranteed him to have a job after the season, right? I mean, it's kind of a... Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to have the job after the season. either. So I think it's like a kind of a mute point for people to be so upset about it. And I think people get upset about it because a lot of people tend in general... Look, most people don't get opportunities like Jeff Saturday's getting, right? Yeah. Played in the NFL, then he got a job at ESPN right after the NFL, then he gets to be an NFL head coach. And I think a lot of it stems from jealousy um, on, on that front. And I think w people would have a problem with NBA coaches if the NBA was as big as the NFL. I mean, the NBA is still pretty big. It's huge. But I think if 
I, I would like to kind of look at the fan bases of those teams that got NBA coaches with no coaching experience and see if they were upset when those coaches got hired. Were diehard Brooklyn Net fans? I don't think they were, but were they really upset when Jason Kidd got the job the first time than when Steve Nash got the job? I wonder. And it seems like none of them have worked. Derek Fisher got a job, right? Did Derek Fisher get a job as a head coach? Mm, I think that was WNBA. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't know. I think he did coach, though, too, yes. Yeah, and he didn't do well. And none of them have worked so far on their first job, right? Like former NBA head guys. Maybe Chauncey Billups is working right now. Uh, Yeah, he's doing good on his first job. But he also has been out of the league for like, what, 10 years? It feels like that. So, yeah, I think the reason I think there's a big difference is I would say it's a lot the NFL is has a higher spotlight on it. And I think a lot more people care who the Indianapolis head coach is rather than the Indiana Pacers head coaches, for example. Yeah. He was the head coach, by the way, Derek Fisher of the New York Knicks. Really of the Knicks? Hired. Oh yeah. my God. They went <laughs> 17 and 65, and then they went 23 and 31 before he got fired. Well, um, he and he also just, a great job. He also got fired as the GM and head coach of the Los Angeles Sparks WMB. Damn, dude. Like, so it did he, not work. Yeah. Luke Walton's another guy who didn't work. And I don't think yeah. like people had, I don't think people had a huge problem with Luke Walton getting the job, right? I don't know. The Kings, the Kings fans probably did because they saw how shitty he was in LA. So yeah. I don't know. I think, I think other people do have problems with these guys getting jobs. Um, I just don't think it's as much of the masses as we're thinking, right? Like, there's something about football and there's something about jealousy. And quite frankly, there's something about race here too. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people hate that a white guy like Jeff Saturday gets an opportunity when the NFL or a lot of people in the NFL or coaches, whatever you want to call it, or in media have been preaching about the fact that there's not enough black head coaches. And then a white guy that comes off of ESPN gets a head coaching job that plays to the outrage too. Right, that plays to like the Completely. the reason people get pissed. Yeah, but I I wonder did people people didn't seem to be too pissed about Steve Nash or Luke Walton. So, but I do think because race plays a factor. I'm talking about I'm talking about Jeff Saturday. I'm not talking about the NBA. NBA has you're talking, about, you're talking about NFL. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. NBA hires a good amount of African American coaches. I mean, like right. I think more I think, than half the league. Yeah, because you have like I mean former players. You have the Lakers head coach, uh, Celtics head coach was, but not anymore. The, but the Nets head coaches. Um, I mean, I don't know. I could think of like 10 probably if I really wanted to sit and think about 10 coaches. Monty Williams, uh, Sons. Yeah. Should, we do, should we go down that route? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the, the, that's, uh, that's, I mean, we're talking about a lot of teams with like prominent teams too. Like the Blazers are a team that's playing well. Uh, the Suns are a team that's competing for a championship. The Lakers are the biggest franchise in basketball. And there's a lot of black coaches in the NBA. But I think in the NFL, because there's only, is it Mike Tomlin? Is that it? Mike Tomlin, no, um, Bucks coach, Bucks head coach, uh, Lovey Smith in Houston. He's getting fired though. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's not a race thing. That's just no. shitty. Well, that, that, I mean, he was set up for failure. So was yeah. the last guy. David Coley was set up for failure because that team sucks. McDaniel's on, on Miami. Yeah, yeah, he says he's black. He's like <laughs> well, one eighth, yeah. right? No, I think he's one fourth. I think his his dad was half black. Okay, so it's one fourth. Yeah, yeah well. The, the NFL, that's why Jeff Saturday's thing got, I think, blown out of proportion. A lot of people hate that it's just like a white dude, no coaching experience, coming off ESPN, 
Um, also, it doesn't help that it's Jim Irsay and the Colts because Jim Irsay and the Colts make crazy decisions. You got to yeah. like when you're fucking owners, a guy that's been like seen doing cocaine and making crazy decisions. You think that might play a role, right? That people get right. It wasn't the Giants, the Steelers, the uh, I don't know, a any really high end functioning organization. And you know, the odds, I mean, maybe Ursay was drunk when he made that decision, or uncle, he doesn't do coke anymore. He went to rehab, so hope he's hopefully he doesn't do coke anymore. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you right there. I think that is the main reason. I think uh, race plays a huge factor in it and the uh, spotlight that the NFL has. Yeah, I'll say one more thing. Uh, I had no problem with it because I think it's, I think it's interesting. I mean, they won game one, so the outrage kind of dwindled down. They lost game two, but they lost to the Eagles, who might be the best team in the NFL. And they were they were close. They were in the game. Um, and then they, you know, they lost to the Steelers this week, but on kind of a mistake by him not calling the timeout. But overall, even at one and two, if you look at the whole scenario, he's kind of done an okay job. The team was bad. The reason the coach got fired was because the team's bad. And then you have this coach that won one game and then they lost two games by one possession. Now that one possession is a lot of time coaching, right? But maybe after a couple weeks of like getting into it, the team's gotten better, right? I mean, they were, they were benching Matt Ryan. They were getting blown out. They had their fire, their coach fired. And now it looks like they've somewhat gotten better minus the end of the game scenario type of shit. Yeah. Overall, I, I think you hit the, you hit the hammer on the nail, whatever they say. I think the team hasn't gotten any worse with their new head coach with Jeff Saturday than they did before with uh, whoever their head coach was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Frank Wright, bro. Frank Wright. Frank Wright. I was, he, he was wrong. He was dead. <laughs> Frank wrong. All right. So moving on here, Sammy. Um, obviously, the U.S. men's national team is in the round of 15, or as you like to say, oh, the Sweet 16 is here. It is um, the Sweet 16. It is the Sweet 16. <laughs> Crazy game. Everyone's saying after the game, and it's really, really, really uh, exhausting being a soccer fan. Now, you know how I feel at times rooting for the Tottenham Hotspur. But it made me think of this question. No one, no, no, no one cares about the Tottenham Hotspur. I hate to break it to you. Um, there are people who care. Maybe not listening to this podcast. though. <laughs> so, um, some dudes in London. Some dudes in London do care. Now, the thing is here, we were talking about it yesterday, and we decided we're going to draft our own um, soccer team using former players around american sports trying to build the most optimal team so for example kevin garnett we've always said would be a sick ass goalie so kevin garnett could be a goalie and we're going to do this draft style we're going to draft a team um sammy's going to go first and we're just going to build a team um i say we just build it from the back all the way to the front so like we do a goalie first and then move on forward uh, if you agree with me there sure um Let's just and, make this as simple as possible. I'm going to yep. start with goalie. And what do we decide on the formation? We're going four defenders. It's four defend. I got it right here. It's on All the right. screen. It's four. So it's like left wing, center forward, right wing. That's the top. And three midfielders, three, four back, and a goalie. So okay. how we'll do this is are we each picking at each position or are we just trying to build the team together? We're just building the team together. We'll just take turns picking a player. And I don't think okay. we need to go as far as like center back, left back. I, I say know. we just build four defenses the three midfield seven and then the three front. Yeah. Okay. 
Let's keep this simple. Who wants to yeah. go first? All right, I'm gonna let you go first. Let's uh, you know pick a goalie. I'm going. Are we doing current NBA players? No, it doesn't have so to be NBA. Said, it can oh. be any sport. Um, but just needs. Yeah, to yeah sorry, I just meant current or not current. Yeah. Okay, not current. It can be either one. <laughs> okay, just answer the question. Okay, so not current. I'm going Kevin Garnett at goalie. Right. Uh, and the reason I'm doing that is intensity, size, like you know, agility. And everybody's always used him as an example, I feel like, as a guy that could be a goalie in soccer. And I feel like because of his intensity and he's like athletic with the height, with the vertical, with everything, I just feel like he'd be the perfect U.S. goalie, like freaking out after a save, just the intensity, tackling, you know, diving at the ball. I think it plays, you know, my second thought was someone like a Dennis Rodman because of the way he can dive and and you know, like you've seen Dennis Rodman float in the air diving for a loose ball. So right. I'm going Kevin Garnett because I think I think his just intensity also would be good for it. All right, I love that man. Yeah, I think that's an easy and obvious choice. I get Kevin Garnett. My first defender out of four, I'm going to take is Jalen Ramsey. Uh, kind of with you on the whole entire Kevin Garnett thing. Ramsey's going to talk a lot of shit. He's going to play defense, and he's going to be fast on the wings. So he can go up and down the field defending anyone. I don't think anyone's getting past Jalen Ramsey on the uh, a striker or anyone, really. And him and Kevin Garnett in the back, that's a hell of a defense. All right. Not bad. Interesting. Interesting one, though. Six fours. Is there a lot of six four defenders? No. There's some short ones. There's some tall ones, though. Okay, well, another defender I'm going with, because it should be the obvious choice. Ooh. And I don't know if this one's allowed in the rules, but I'm doing it. I'm going with the guy on Team USA right now, Tyler Adams. Okay. He's already a team captain, and he's already good at soccer. So <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like we should take somebody that's already on the team because even if I'm guessing, this is how my thought process works. Even if every major athlete like in America were playing soccer growing up over basketball or baseball or whatever it is, I still feel like one of these guys would have made it out, right? Like there's a reason oh, yeah. one of these guys, two of them, three of them. I don't know. There's a reason some of these team USA guys are on the field. Like not just because it's, it's cause they were that good. Right. So I'm going to yeah, take Tyler totally Adams because I feel like to put some respect on this team USA team, I got to add one of them. And that's my only, that's going to be my only pick from team USA. I, I actually really like that one. And yeah. Uh, my next defender to just to steal a uh, you know page out of your book, Sammy, is Dennis Rodman. I, that was a great choice there. He would be he, no one's getting past him. I'm trying to build a defense here. That oh, is going to talk a lot. Like, shit. is he going to get ejected? And like, I mean, that's the problem. He's going to get a red card once in a while. I don't know if this is a good idea for to have him like in the open field, but we're going to take. He's going to be on our team, but I don't know if it's a good idea to have him on the open field. All right. Well, yeah, we, we do have him right now. I guess we need one more defender, Sammy. Who do you got there? One more defender. All right. We're going to go for another nut job. Patrick right. Beverly. Oh, my God. I can't believe I did not think of Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Bev Beverly. That is a good one. Pat Patrick He's who? Beverly. Uh, why did you, what, what did you say the first time? Beverly. Oh, <laughs> can't wait to roll back the tape on this one. Did I stutter? Patrick Beverly. 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 You said it twice too. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait I to roll tip on that one. Patrick Bevoe. <laughs> all right. Well, he uh, plays defense. He does. That's all he can do in the NBA. He's probably the worst shooter. Actually, statistically, like per hundred attempts, I saw something that he is like the worst offensive player in the NBA. Uh, so all he's really good for is playing defense, like intensity, talking shit, 
you know, shoving a guy in the back if something goes wrong. I feel like that's what you need on your defense in soccer. Yeah, no, totally. That's a very good one. And I do want to apologize to Marcus Smart, who did not make the defensive lift. Stephen Boyd won defensive player of your award. I think he's the most yeah. overrated defender of all time. I kind of agree with you there. All right. Um, I man, I, one guy kind of missed out on there too is also Gary Payton, but maybe put him in the midfield later on. Um, all right, my first midfielder right, is gonna you be can't really say I can't I missed out on him. That'd be like going through every single person that's ever won a defensive player of the year award and being like, My bad, we missed you on the team USA soccer. So, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Dwight Howard. Yeah, sorry, Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, Rudy Gobert. We missed you on it because we play defense. Yeah. All right, so we get four, we have five three. people, so we get three midfielders, and my first one is easy, Chris Paul. You need a facilitator. You need a guy who's unselfish. You need a guy who passes you the ball and a really good dribbler. Uh, he's going to keep the ball. He's going to pass, and he's going to distribute to the goal scorers in the front. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the problem with the midfield here is you, it's like the only thing I ever thought of was like a point guard, right? Me too. That's what I thought because of too. I'm not, you know, I'm not thinking about just the speed guy. I'm not just thinking about like physical guy. I've literally been thinking about like the first thing that came to mind was Chris Paul, um, then came to my mind like a Rajon Rondo uh, and some other guys, but I, I need a white guy in the midfield because it's soccer. You need some white yeah. guys. You do need some white guys. You can't take Steve Nash because he's in Canada. <laughs> Shit. But soccer, there's always one. There's always a white guy in soccer. So I, I went John going Stockton. To, oh, I thought you were about to go with some Jason Williams, J Dub here. He'd be an awful soccer player. I think so too. But John, John no, Stockton would be definitely def, already looks like a soccer player. He too. does. Have you seen his legs? Like he has like the white guy with the like muscular calves look yeah. and like would facilitate, would do the right moves, would make the right pass, not just like kind of nothing sporadic, play some defense, you know, score a couple times because he's a little savvy. So I thought John Stockton would fit perfectly in them. He'd be the center mid, like center mid. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree there. And my last midfielder is none other than Steph Curry. Look, midfielders are scores from far away. They're, midfielders aren't the ones who are going to be scoring in front of a goal. If a midfielder scores, it's usually from outside the box. It's creative, long kicks. And who's better long range than Steph Curry? Give me Steph Curry in the midfield. I hate that pick, but I have to go with it. I hate, I hate that pick so much because he's not a – not like a superb facilitator. Like he's a good facilitator, but he's not like, I feel like you have to, we, I thought you had to go pistol Pete Maravich from Rajon Rondo that we're going to go someone that's like a real, real point guard. But no, I went with a little bit of a more aggressive midfield. It's okay. We're going to lose. We're going to lose to fucking France. But it's fine. Shit. Uh, right wing or left wing or center forwards. We got three forwards. I'm going to yeah. start with Chad Ochocinco. Okay. Oh, or Chad Johnson. <laughs> Two reasons. Okay. One, he claims to be the biggest soccer fan in America. Yeah. Um, he is a giant soccer fan in America. On top of that, this dude, like, rate uh, this guy, like, challenges guys like Tyreek Hill, which I, I'm assuming was going to be your pick. Uh, like, Tyreek Hill, is it, was it? I'm, I, I'm, I'm going, I'll tell you my two guys I'm debating over. I wish okay. I had more. Picks. I know Tyreek Hill is one of them, but Chad Ochocinco, because he literally will want to, like, race guys like, like him. And Chad Ochocinco is, like, in his 40s and still in tip top shape. Loves soccer. He is fast himself. He's entertaining. He will take risks. He'll probably hit some big shots. Probably fuck up sometimes, but it'd be a fun guy to have out there. So I'm going Chad Ochocinco. All right. I actually really like that. You weren't pick. expecting that pick, right? No, no. I got three guys I'm trying to pick from. Two of them are great basketball players, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. 
They're gonna put put you know we gotta get scores out there, and then it's and Tyree Kill. Oh, no, timeout. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up for a second. Michael Jordan and LeBron James would suck at soccer because they're they're pat like they're like six foot six and six foot eight like power guy. They're not like yeah. finesse. Pete- Sonic. Peter Crouch was seven, six foot ten. Yeah, but he is finesse. Like true. This is bad. The problem is we're trying to. You got to figure out body types that work for these answers too, right? Like now, like a Chad Ochocinco, maybe Michael more than LeBron. LeBron would just be too bu- big and bulky, and like I just don't think he'd be a soccer guy. Like it just doesn't seem like that type of dude, and he cares about his body a little too much to like go run into people. I just feel like it wouldn't work personally. Yeah. That's just my, and, and those are too uh, easy of answers. Get those guys yeah. out of here. Well, that's why I'm going with Tyree Kill, the <laughs> cheetah, one of the fastest players in maybe the fastest player in NFL history. He's going to get behind the defense. He's going to put the ball, ball in the net and he's no one's going to outrun him. <laughs> like, re- really, you think if if there's an offside trap and Chris Paul is doing a pass to Tyree Kill, anyone's stopping Tyree Kill from getting that ball? No. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he is... might be. He probably, if you put him in the World Cup, I'm guessing if you let him train for soccer type of stuff, Tyreek Hill would be the fastest person guaranteed in the World Cup, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe Mbappe or what's it? Mbappe. <laughs> Mbappe. <laughs> no, That's from a TikTok, uh, if those are wondering. <laughs> Mbappe. Mbappe. Uh, Mbappe might, is pretty fast too, but I think Tyreek probably has him. Uh, I, I would like to see it in pads, right? <laughs> in pads, of course, Tyreek's faster probably than Mbappe. 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 Uh, Mbappe. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go Tyreek Hill there. Hmm. I actually want to know that. I wonder what their 40 times are. We'll, we'll look that up later. Um, the last pick is a tough one. We got. We need one more guy that can score. We got to look at some speed also. <sighs> Man, this is actually a tough one. Like, I had a couple guys in mind, but like, you know when you run through some of them in your mind, you're like, no, I'm not that guy. You're, you're picking to win the World Cup here, man. This is Team yeah, USA. Yeah. I is, need someone that. And then I kept thinking about Hispanic guys, like not to stereotype, but like I was like thinking, and then I realized no, because I was thinking like Jose Altuve. And then I'm like, well, first of all, he wouldn't play for the U.S. Probably like barely uh, speaks. He doesn't speak good English. Um, <sighs> that's why I feel like the baseball players are just not going to work for this one, unless you go someone like Derek Jeter or, or Mike Trout. <laughs> Yeah, no, Mike. Fuck Mike Trout. Yeah, he would have no uh, personality. Yeah, I, I'm just not a big Mike Trout guy. Yeah, I know. Let's see. I'm gonna go with. God, this is so hard. I'm gonna give you a couple of my thoughts. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think of like a shooting guard in the NBA because a shooting guard can do it all, like a Clay Thompson, Devin Booker. James Harden shooting guards are usually smooth with their feet, right? Like Devin Booker kind of has a little Kobe in him. He has good footwork. I'm going to go Devin Booker. Okay. I like Devin Booker. I was good. Like one guy I was thinking about is Kyrie Irving, but I think he'd be too weird for the team. Yeah. He, he would like probably like not stand for the, for the anthem at the world cup. And it'd be kind of dramatic because it's like the U S and they want you to stand and he would just cause too much drama. Yeah, Booker, uh, you know, I love that Devin good. Booker. And he also has some, like, look, Chad Ochocinco. We have some swag on our team and shit talkers. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to recap this team, but I don't think any team in the World Cup would want to talk sh- 
I don't know if this team would win the World Cup, but I bet you they'd be the best sh- shit-talking team in the whole entire World Cup. Well, definitely be the most athletic team. And, and that, too. <laughs> Other than John Stockton. We have John Kevin- Stockton. Don't sleep on John Stockton's athleticism, sir. No, I will not. I apologize to Spokane's finest. All right. So we got Kevin Garnett at goalie. We got four defensemen in Tyler Adams, Dennis Rodman, Jalen Ramsey, and I wrote... One more, Dennis Rodman, Jalen. Who did you say as the last one? Tyler Adams and for what defense? You gave me. I wrote Tyler Adams. Patrick twice. Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Yep. Um, Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Beverly. I was like, and then and then our midfield is Chris Paul, John Stockton, Steph Curry, and our three strikers up front are Chad Ochocinco, Tyreek Hill, and Devin Booker. It's kind of a squad. Yep. World Cup champs squad. Absolutely. All right, Sammy, uh, I'm going to move on to one last sports topic before we get to our non-sports topic. And I am going to let you choose. Would you rather talk about rules you want to see changed or things allowed to be booed? Let's do uh, the booing. Booing. All right. So I was watching the Packers and who are they playing the Eagles game and it made me think like these Eagle fans and I heard on another podcast these Eagle fans were booing I forget who it was but Jair Alexander thank you and he kept coming he was faking an injury and they're booing I'm like man these guys are really good at booing they know what to boo they're not booing for no reason so it made me wonder Sammy what are some scenarios you think booing are okay in general Uh, we don't need to come up with a five list but when is it okay to boo Couple of things we're we're talking about in general, right? Like not just towards your team, towards other teams as well. Cause I don't boo other teams very, very rarely. I don't boo refs unless they make an egregious call. I'm going to leave them out of this because we're talking about like booing your team or booing a team. Right. Right. But um, one example is as we're Seahawks fans is Russell Wilson asks out of Seattle in his first game back and where his first game with Denver is in Seattle great reason to boo like i don't give a shit that you you know did a lot for organization for that day that's a good day to boo right that i totally agree that's a good day to boo not always now if he comes back three more times you don't have to boo every time he comes into town yeah yeah, no just i'm talking about the first time yeah like first time you came everyone hates you already i think that's one good scenario i think fake injuries is one right that's the eagles Mm -hmm. fans are booing because people were faking injuries trying to Waste, waste time and get a rest out of nothing when no rest was. Yeah, I think that's warranted. always a great time to boot. Because like I, I, I don't think because I think there's certain levels to that too. Baseball, one of our least favorite things. Mm-hmm. I think you know this. I know what you're gonna say. When they throw the first and they start booing. Like I okay. hate that so much. If I they hate throw it. the first like three times on the same before throwing a pitch, boo. Fine. Like three, four times. But like when they do it once to try to keep the guy on first and they start booing, it's like he did it once. Like, or when, when the batter steps out of a plate and they start booing right away. On the yeah, first like one. the guy asked for one break over the last six games. Like, and it's a half a second. It's not like the breaks in baseball is like he's calling a timeout, going to the dugout. It's like, oh, wait, I'm readjusting my glove. Okay, back yeah. at it. And then fans boo, hate those. So for me, it has to be certain levels. It has to be, I don't ever, ever, ever think you should be booing your team off the field. Actually, very rarely. Off the field? Oh, you mean like if they play bad and they're coming off the field? Yeah, the only time I it makes sense you. is like, I hate to use this example again, poor guy. Russell Wilson signed a $250 million deal with Denver and then 
his first like four games with them at home, he hasn't scored over, I think, seven points and the crowd's booed a couple of times. I kind of understand why. I totally but, understand why. But too. you shouldn't be booing. Right. I don't I, I don't like booing your home team off the field unless it's egregious, right? Like I don't yeah. know. If you're you like you said, like Russell Wilson, how they're playing after paying him two hundred fifty million dollars. And I'm not a booer. I'm just like I know you wouldn't boo him even if it was your team. You'd be like, Man, that sucks, but you wouldn't boo. Yeah, but I could see like why you'd be like, all right, I understand why they're booing. But I think I would have booed if I was in Seattle for the Russell Wilson game, just for like the just for ten seconds when he was walking on the field. But that's also because like he specifically like really thought he was better than Seattle, better than the coaching staff, which he was proven wrong about that. He, he sucks compared to them. So I just think it's funny how that whole situation worked out. But yeah, not Sammy to, not, just thinks it's ironic. It's <laughs> ironic. It is ironic. Like this guy's fucking sucks, and he. Was like, oh, I gotta leave Pete Carroll's old ass, and I can't be in Seattle. Can't win here anymore. Seattle's a winning record. They're giving us the third pick in the draft, like, which is thanks. just beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. But, well, like you said, I think fake injuries, and then former team guys formerly on your team. I think those are fair ones, right? Are there other fair ones? Yeah, uh, pitcher throwing at one of your hitters. That's fair. Like throwing, like trying to beam him in the head. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I think a agree, same thing, anything that is almost causing injury on purpose, a, a dirty hit in football, a dirty flagrant foul in basketball, uh, those type of things warrant it. Like how dirty though? Like intentional, intentional, like intentional. I'm, intentional, intentional. Okay. Like I'm intentional stuff. Cause there's always those ones that like aren't intentional and people are freaking out. It's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, right? Like he didn't mean to like grab his arm, but you're talking about like, like what? We, okay, that game was, was it in Phoenix or was it in LA when Patrick Beverly shoved him in the back? Uh, yeah, uh, I forget where it was, but yeah, when Pe- Beverly, if that was on the road, you're welcome to boo Beverly for pushing your player yes. in the back. Yeah. So like, ours is basically violence. Like, we're anti-violence guys. Anti-violence, anti-faking things, fake injuries. Uh, like soccer, bro. You know me. I wa- I like soccer now. I've been watching it as much as I can, but like. If I was at a game, I'd boo so much at the fake injuries. Like, get yeah. the fuck up. Fuck you. Get up. Like, I, oh, yeah. I, I yell at the TV sometimes. Like, get up, you fucking faker. I hate fake injuries. Now, I get it. If you fall for a second, you want to shake something off. Like, you know, I mean, you played basketball against each other today. My, my, my finger hurt for a second. I, or, no, I ran to the wall after a layup. And I was like, give me a second. I knocked the wind out of me. But like, it was one on one, too. It wasn't yeah. like there was like people. Yeah. Demons. You ran on the wall and one on one. I was looking backwards <laughs> to see if I made the layup and whoops, ran into the wall. But I like, it took me what? Like, like 10 seconds. I was like, just give me a Something second. Something like that. Yeah. But like, if that was soccer, bro, I would have been on the ground rolling, fucking calling the paramedics. We need to be recording this podcast by now. No, no, no. We'd be on, the, I'd be at the hospital, but nothing would be wrong with me. So I like that. I think, by the way, even though I love Pulisic and I love you, Team USA, you know, he went to the hospital yesterday for his injury. And, tweeted at the hospital i'll be ready for saturday like if you go to the hospital like, like, like they're on. dramatic bro like, I know. like a football player would have laughed at his injury probably oh yeah he has a yeah. pelvic contusion yeah like it's like <laughs> it's like a charlie horse yeah basically. it's a charlie horse in his pelvic area yeah like um like that that that's boo worthy although captain america did score the goal so yeah so that was god great bless him. god bless him yeah but yeah don't boo too often. I think the best way to recap this 
is don't boo often. If you're going to boo, make sure it's like fucking worth it. Cause it's stupid. You look stupid booing if it's not worth it. Right. You look dumb. Totally agree, man. Totally agree. Like a miss three and someone's like, boo. You're like, all right. All right. Sit down. Sit down. You can't shoot the ball. Yeah. (laughs) Jackass. All right, Sammy. Last topic here. We are about to enter the month of December. If you're listening to this, it's probably already December because this is on the 30th at night we're recording this. So we decided, Sammy. I'm on my listener tonight, George. You never know. Oh, yeah. You might listen tonight, too. We are about to do a draft of the 12 months of the year. Uh, snake style. What are the best yeah, yeah. months? Um, I'm going to actually flip a coin online to see who goes first. Oh, I was pulling out a fucking real coin. Bro. Oh, Sammy has a real coin. And we're you hear that? There you go. Uh, all right. People. Can you hear that? They, hear that coin? Hear, they can hear it. I can hear oh, it in yeah. my headphones. All right. So um, it's going to be snake draft. And Sammy, you go uh, heads or tails? Before I flip this, this is very important to this draft because we all know but we're going to pick number one. And this, the, the winning the first pick is a big deal. This is like having Zion or LeBron as the first pick. But you can still build a better team if you're second. But the, the first pick's important. Yeah, I'm going to give big, you the, the option, heads or tails. I'm going tails. Tails never fails. All right, we're going to show you this tails. Okay, heads. I'm going to flip. Do you want me to do flip? I'm going to do flip, catch, on the, on the hand flip. Okay, fair. Flip, catch. Fair play. I can't fake it. It is. What did you say? Tails. It's tails. God damn. It. All right. So obviously this is a kind of an easy <laughs> one. It's a gimme. Sammy, give me December. The best month of the year, Christmas time. <sighs> okay. December is for George. You writing these down? Yeah, I'm writing these down. Okay, you lucky bastard. Got December. But you get back to back picks now. Oh, we're doing like that. Yeah. Next style, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to start with September. Ooh, I, that was one of my least favorite months of the year. I, oh, get this. So I posted something on my Instagram story, at Sammy on tap, S-A-M-I on tap. Uh, you probably saw it because you're my brother and we work together and my podcast partner. It was a Christmas tree and I said best time of the year. And I got two responses saying, no, September's the best time of the year because that's when NFL football starts. And I said, Fair. huh. And I thought about that for the podcast. I said, huh, that means people really actually believe that. If I got two responses saying that, that's shocking. That's That's shocking. And so I was like, huh, I'm going to go with September because that's going to be underdog one. All right. What's your second pick? Second pick's November. Uh, November is... You you like that one, huh? No, I, you left my you left my second choice on the table for me. I'm so happy. That's fine. You're going to pick July. I already know. Is that just, I, yeah, that's I, yes. I mean, yes, yeah, but, but I was I'm waiting for you to November explain November. Because November is, my birthday's November 15th. My dad's birthday's November 17th. It's the day after Halloween ends, which means you're getting into the Thanksgiving spirit. After Thanksgiving's over, you're getting into the Christmas spirit before Christmas starts. It's another month that you get a lot of breaks, I feel like. People get start getting... This is when people start getting off work a little bit more, start taking a couple four-day weeks, start you know going and seeing family more. So I'm prioritizing family, fun, and holidays, and my birthday, November. Right. And oh, hear me out really quick. November, the last that last week of November, uh, the first week of November, pretty much all of November. Like you have hockey, basketball, football, 
Uh, isn't base baseball went into the first week yeah. of November? Maybe the World Series, sports, sports origami or sports something? Uh, the sports like a uh, something I don't know. Yeah, I forgot. But it's yeah, not, the, uh, it's not origami. It only happens like ten, five, ten times a year. Where like every yeah. there was a day where there was a college football, MLB, hockey, basketball, and football. Yeah, all at once. So November is a pretty high month for me when it comes to sports, family, holidays, birthdays. All right. So I'm. Uh, thank you for leaving that on the board for me. I'm actually gonna go and grab some summertime months from you, man. I'm taking July and June. Look, kids are off school. People are happy. The weather is good. People are barbecuing. I'm taking June and July as a double package here because you're getting the summertime. I'm, I'm just trying to grab the summer space here. I'm in the summer real estate game, and uh, that's what I'm taking there, two Fuck. summer times. Fuck. I forgot it was a snake draft. Yeah, snake draft here. See, so I would have I would have left September for like after your two snakes because you weren't gonna take September. Damn, I was thinking November and July or November and June, so I'm off on those. But next up, then I'm going to go with February. February, okay. February, the first couple of weeks of February is you know we're prepping for Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, um, a lot of just. I don't know, like it's starting to get a little bit better weather some places after the the cold winters. I feel like people are back in the flow, um, you know, back in just, just life. And I just feel like February is kind of a nice beginning of the year month. Like January sometimes is depressing, like holidays are over. Mm -hmm. You know, like Jan and like January to me is a little overrated too because which we can get to that later. But like it's just because like everyone has New Year's resolutions and most of them fail. No, yeah, no offense. I, I, like, I have January very low on my yeah, list. So, but the February is kind of like back to reality. Right. Super Bowl, fun things. All right. So uh, you get two of them, bro. Oh, Stick yeah. Down. Let's go May. Okay. That was your next pick, hopefully. Uh, it was one of, no, yeah. I, I was trying, no, I have, I got, no. Because May. May is actually now like the beginning of summer for most people. Yeah. Like if you're somewhere, you know, we're born, raised, or raised in Seattle, raised in Seattle. And uh, May is when like maybe the rain stops coming as much every day. And like it gets some like sunshine popping in. And then we have some holidays in May, don't we? Memorial Day yep. uh, and a couple others. And like you're nearing the end of school. You're kind of in that like fun time. Baseball started. You're going nicer weather, going to baseball games. Uh, that's why I think it's a fun time there. All right. Uh, I'm going to go and my ahead. Mom's birthday. Our mom's birthday. God bless her, man. That's, that makes it good. And Mother's Day, too. Thank God bless you. all the moms. All right. Uh, I'm taking, first of all, I'm going to take August just to block off all the summer months from you. Like, I'm only. May is way more elite than August. I, I agree with you, by the way. Not okay. not 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 going to disagree there, but I'm just blocking off the June, July, August, summer months, and I have December, and I'm also going to add March there. March, a lot of people are doing spring break. They're also we have March Madness, and we also have spring training. So you're kind of getting into that baseball mode there. So I'm going to take March and August off the board. All right, my friend, you're going to be stuck with January, unfortunately. I'm I know, I know, eight. I'm going to. I'm taking October, Halloween, fall. Honestly, your birthday is Halloween too. Honestly, October might be way higher on a lot of people's list than ours because a lot of people love the fall, the changing of the leaves, 
uh, the end of summer kind of thing, you know, like everyone loves summer, but then sometimes you're like over summer. Like, can I say you... something? I got, I got, I got, I was going to take October earlier, but when you left June and August on the board, I just wanted to block yeah. off the summer months. So That's fine. No disrespect to my birthday. Problem month. is you're underrating how much some people don't like having too much sunshine, right? Like we live That's in Arizona true. now. Those are the worst months in Arizona. If you live in LA, if you live anywhere south of, you're thinking those months because we grew up in Seattle. Those you're months right. are the that worst. Why. If you're in Florida, all the way across America to California, the summer's the worst time of the year. Okay, that's fair. So uh, October, yeah. when summer's kind of finally over after that September heat too, the fall leaves are changing. Good weather everywhere for the most part, right? That's even right before the bad weather happens in places like Seattle and other places like that. So October's a beautiful month. Basketball gets started. You have football. You have all the sports again. So all right. uh, I'm going October, April. April's whatever, but like I'm gonna t- it's better than January. <laughs> what do they say? What do they say about April? That's why April's low. April showers bring May flowers. Yeah. But April, it's a nice time of the changing of weather too and bullshit. But April yeah. and June, April and January suck. But I'm gonna take April because I think January is the worst. Like I hate the end of holidays. But and, end of holidays, you have nothing to look forward to. There's like no major holidays for a long time at once yeah. January hits. January is my least favorite month of the year. I'm gonna take it in my in my uh, draft. Um yeah, I mean, you guys probably, people listening here are probably like, dude, uh, my birthday is January. Like, well, sorry. Well, well, sorry. Sorry about your birthday. <laughs> uh, but all right. So just to recap, George, we, you have, that's me, December, July, June, August, the summer months, March and January. Ugh. Sammy, you got September, November, February, May, October, April. I do want to say I like my draft better, but you have way more diversity. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I think when we throw this on TikTok and list them, I think I'm gonna win. But let's see what the comments say. Yeah, you have way more diversity than my draft. We'll find out what the people think. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, uh, that was a great draft. All right. Much love. I think that's all we got today, though. Huh? That's it. All right. Good draft. I think I won, but much love, and thanks for tuning in to the Sports on Tap podcast. We'll be back better than ever every single episode. So. Thanks for tuning in. And you know what we like to say? Thank you for stopping by. Peace. Apologies.